Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. ED, yo. That was ugly. Man, that was ugly on Sunday. I mean, but a dub's a dub. There, there it is. That's, what you, that's the part you need to understand. It doesn't matter how you win, just win. Just win. In, in the words of the, the, the late, great Al Davis, just win. Yeah. Well, he added a baby. baby. He added a yeah. baby. He just, yeah. He <laughs> is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I am Rashawn Hay. Like, we got a special guest here today, E. Very special. From Fox and also Westwood One, NFL <laughs> Network. If you're from the DMV, yeah, you, you know her Shout from her out. Madison days. None <laughs> Don't other get her started. Than the great Amber in the building, baby. <laughs> she won't stop. Don't get her started. Oh my goodness. Amber Theo Harris joining us here today. Amber, thanks so much for gracing us with your presence. Appreciate it. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Catch up with my old friend Eric, hanging out with Rashawn, who I know from back in the day. Back in the day, day. Mass and days, covering the Orioles. Yeah, I'm a closet Orioles fan, Edie. I don't know if you knew this about me or not. It's unfortunate right now. It, I mean, it, it is. is. I was about to say you have, you know, my condolences but <laughs> to, the, to the both of you. But yeah, you chose to do this, not people. <laughs> I mean, at least, like, it's a pain in my heart that I've known since 1983. But... You chose this. You put it upon I, I, yourself. I, I chose this life. and uh, it's, That's like it's, me being like, I'm just going to root for the Dolphins. Like, I love the Dolphins all the time. I'll be honest. When Adam Jones left and Buck Showalter left, things kind of changed for your boy a little bit. True. So I, I, the I, best. Yeah, so I'm, I'm watching from an even further distance than, than I am Show here Walter on the West the Coast. He was awesome. He was awesome. One famous word that I learned from Buck Showalter, fuddy-duddy. <laughs> Fuddy Duddy. Fuddy Duddy. I, I had to go back and, and, and look that one up. Enough O's talk, for, oh, at least for the moment, go. at least. Um, let's talk about this, this Niners Redskins game. Niners win it uh, nine to nothing. It was a, a slop fest out there in in, in DC uh, against the Redskins. The running game got going a little bit. That's all they really could do was they run. Had to. Um, Jimmy G first half had some struggles, you know, throwing the ball. As did Case Keenum as well. It was, it was wet. It was slippery. Balls floating all over the place. Uh, yeah. He, he changed some things up in the second half. He he made a couple of key key uh, completions um, that that led to some key drives there. But um, just the slop. I mean, how, how do you you're Kyle Shanahan, and and I know this hurts Kyle Shanahan so bad because he really like he wanted to score seventy on them on Sunday. And the fact you that think? he can only score you nine. Uh, I mean, I know he, he's happy to get out of there with the win, but I got to give him credit because he did not force the issue. He stuck with the running game and, and ended up being uh, to, to, to the Niners' success on Sunday. Uh, well, I'm going to defer to Amber right now. I'm going to let you say your say, and then I'll jump in. Go ahead. Well, look, I don't think Kyle Shanahan wanted any of his players to get injured against the Washington Redskins. So why push things, take it easy, run the football? That was a mess out there, so you could have slipped. Something could have happened. They got the win. I don't care that it was messy. I saw them up close in that Monday night game against the Cleveland Browns, and I was the one going into the season 
that was saying whenever on NFL Network they would say, hey, who's your sleeper team or who do you think is going to be kind of a worst to first team this year? Mm-hmm. I would say the 49ers. Really? I pointed out the 49ers Faithful, many times. Faithful, one your own heart. You know why? Because, and I have no connection to the team whatsoever. I had, co- I had done the sidelines for another Monday night football game. They were playing the Giants last year with no Jimmy G. Um, but what I saw were some building blocks. I saw Matt okay. Breda have a big game that game, right? Yeah. And that was when I first really started paying attention to Matt Breda. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw, I talked to Robert Sala before the game. I just liked him. I, I kind of liked his mindset. <laughs> Easy to like, yeah. Not just that, though. Yeah. I like the way he approached competition. But, no, no, that's what I'm talking about. Right? Yes. They had a team that wasn't very good at, that last year, mm-hmm. and the way he spoke was he kept having that winning mindset. So I really liked him. Always been a fan of Kyle Shanahan. Um, just go, you know, going back to the Falcons and what mm-hmm. he did with that offense in 2016. Um, and I've always enjoyed interviewing him. I think he's a wealth of information. But I just saw it as okay. They have all these pieces that if they come together, George Kittle came on last year. Matt Breda came on, um, and then the defense. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. A minute. This defense is gonna is gonna be really good. And I talked to DeForest Buckner before the game a couple weeks ago against the Browns. We were talking about Nick Bosa, and I was like, all right, we we see Nick Bosa kind of getting near the uh-huh. quarterback, but the yeah. numbers weren't there. And and DeForest said, just just give it a minute. This was right before that game. He goes, give it a minute. I've been working with him on that. It just takes that one extra step. And then also, and you kind of know this as the defender, being a rookie. I mean, I know you were a defensive back, but it takes that confidence of going, I'm just going to go for it. Yes, like, yes. Like saying, I'm going to get him. Yes. Rather than like, if it's, I miss, I'm going to get embarrassed. It's what I say all the time. Confidence comes from doing. Once, yeah. you, once you make the play, we once you've done it. Here, <laughs> no, but <laughs> once, once you've done it, now you don't question whether or not you should take the chance. Now you know you can do it. Yeah. And that's what happens as a rookie. You're always, you're just there. You're almost there. You're, you're, you're right in position, but you don't make the play. Yeah. And then something clicks. Yeah. Yeah, he said it was a matter of footwork and kind of deciding yeah. knowing when to keep your feet moving and when to plant your foot and just go for the yeah. sack and i think there were six big plays by nick bosa that game alone yeah, and he's been balling and he has been balling yeah. ever since yeah. um but that defense when i saw that defensive line and this they were going up against miles garrett and olivier vernon i mean they weren't going up against uh i'm sorry they were going up against uh like joel Bet- yeah, betonio yeah, yeah, and them yeah, yes. um and so, like, they had, they had veterans on that line. I know that the Cleveland Browns haven't, haven't played that well, but they, they just dominated them. They and did what they were supposed to they do. They did what they yes. were supposed yes. to do. Yeah. So I, I just I was impressed yeah. uh, with that. And then, as I was saying, on the other side, Miles Garrett and Olivier Vernon, watching them go up against a banged-up 49ers uh, offensive line, we saw the young guys – uh, McGlinchey step up and do very they well. And well. Uh, who's the other young guy that was school. starting and play school? school. Yeah. Just in school. So I, they have guys that can step in when they need to. Um, and I, I just became a believer watching the defense yeah, th- in particular. That's, that's the makeup of a good team. So I, I'm looking at what they did um, um, versus uh, Washington. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. looking at that. It wasn't a question of guys getting getting hurt or anything. I, I like the adjustments that Kyle made, and he tried to push the ball down the field. You know me. I, I – it's not like that was the first game ever played in the rain. Yeah. It's not the first game that was played in a driving rain. You still have to be able to throw the ball. You still have to be able to run your routes. You still have to be able to catch. You, you still have to be able to execute. 
Uh, it was an ugly day, and one of those games, like I said, you're going to have those games, but you still have to find a way to win it. That's what I like. Mm-hmm. As ugly as things were going on offense, you only scored nine points. Um, the defense didn't give up a thing. The defense continued to play at the level it's been playing at. You, that's, a, that's an offense that they were supposed to dominate, and they did. Mm-hmm. So that's what I like about this team. I wasn't I wasn't the one that was looking at this squad saying, "Okay, this is a ten win game." Yeah, uh, it, it it grew on me, and I and I was honest about it from the start. I said, "I I think that they did what was necessary in the off season with the trade for D Ford, drafting Bosa." You didn't think they were a ten win team? I no, I, I didn't think. Th- it, it's not a question of talent. Mm-hmm. I I thought they made all the moves that they needed to make to put themselves in position to do it. Mm-hmm. But you winning, thought in the division maybe winning, would be tough? No, no I, I just thought winning 10 games is very, very difficult in the NFL. You've been around it long yeah. enough. It's a process. It's, it's everyone understanding their roles and what they need to do to play very well. And I, that's what I wasn't sure of. I wasn't sure if the guys knew where they knew what they had, and it takes some time. But these guys have gradually and quickly – Actually, quickly, they have developed this mindset of understanding what Robert Soller wants them to do on uh, defense, mm-hmm. executing it. They play – They, I mean, they attack. Mm-hmm. They're smart. But most of – they're talented. It's a very talented team. I think the pivotal moment was the Monday night game because, remember, the, the Browns had yes. just come in and they uh-huh. had just whooped the Ravens, who I think could go to the Super Bowl this year. And that's not my Baltimore bias. I mean, what I've seen from Lamar Jackson lately. I kind of like them, too, and I think just picking up on um, the corner. Who did they just get? I can't – why can I not think of his name? Marcus, get, get no, Marcus Peters say what to you, go out there and ball his first say, game say in say Baltimore. What, say what you want to say. You know how I feel about you Marcus. Like Marcus I've told you. I've told you. Marcus Peters is a Hall of Fame talent. I know he's undisciplined, but he's a Hall of Fame talent. The kid can play. He, he, he's just a playmaker. And I think that was a big pickup for them. So I, I that feel was you huge, on that one. yeah. And then back there with Earl Thomas as well. But they, you know, the at the time the Browns were balling, and yes. everybody was like, "Okay, the Browns are everything we thought they were going to be." I wasn't. Uh, well, I wasn't. some people he were. Got, he, he didn't. Uh, everybody at the, the dog pound. Ray Hay, Ray Hay over here. Ray when Hay I when was, I when I was like, Cleveland's not a. I remember I said that before. You said they, it. I you said, said they're it. not a playoff team. They're going to get blasted. And yeah. he was like, "What? Really?" Yeah, I, and I was like, I, "No." I didn't think they would get blasted. I, the way they I told you. I thought the Niners could win by maybe ten. 14 points. I didn't. I didn't expect what I saw. I didn't expect on a to Monday see a beat night. down like no, that. I yeah, that see, was complete that. dominance. I did. I got it. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean, you, you've been spot on too with 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 a couple this year. It was it wasn't just that one. Um, so, I but think I, that I was. Gave, that I, was I mean, that was a pivotal though. moment. It, it was. was. And then right after that, the 49ers go to LA. And we have that moment with Robert Sala where he is just so pumped up. I think those beating the Browns, and then I I don't even remember the play. What was it? What was it? A third down that they a big third down stop that they got. The fourth down goal line. Fourth down. I couldn't even remember the play, but he goes crazy, right? Yeah. And and that kind of energy has just propelled them uh, since then. I know Washington was a little slower. You know, it was a little. It, it was. was a, it didn't have the same energy, but that's the way. I think that was the weather. A lot of it was the, the weather. Situation. But as I was saying, I think you still have to be able to execute a little bit better. And in the second half, they made their adjustments, and they did. Um, but the key, and you started us off saying it was ugly, but it was a win. Winning is very important. That mindset to win ten games. It's understanding that you have to be able to win the ugly ones. You have to be able to win on the road. You have to be able to win in tough conditions. Uh, you have to be able to win when everything is not going right. Yeah. 
how do you find but it's ways? Finding a way to win. How do you find a way to manufacture wins? It's, cliche, win? it's and, cliche, but it's and, true. That's why I, this team I, is good right now. I, I go to for that moment. I go to the second half. There's there's a pivotal drive in, in that second half in that third quarter. Um, uh, Washington has a good drive going on, uh-huh. right? And Solomon Thomas gets hit with a 15 yarder. Yeah. AD's running strong. Keenum's making a couple of throws, right? And the next thing you know, they come in, they force a fumble against AD, and then all of a sudden things turn right back around in the Niners' favor, and they go down and, and they capitalize. I thought that was a huge pivotal moment because at, at this time, I mean, this was a one-possession game practically up until 23 seconds left in the game. And I, I thought that moment right there was key. That was pivotal for the Niners to not only just to stop them there but to force that turnover to stop that momentum that they had and to continue that shut, that shutout going that Solomon and the defense was was putting together, I thought that was huge. Uh, it w- it was huge. I, I thought the call was was garbage against Thomas. It, he got hit with a fifteen yarder. Oh yeah, yeah, but that's going to happen, and you still have to be able to play through it. Um, you know, it's funny that you were saying that it was a one possession game up until the end, which it was. Uh, I said it, I said it would be a two possession game. That's what I thought. Um, but did it ever feel close? To me, it didn't. No. It, it never felt close. <laughs> no. and, it, and you're right. It was a one-possession game. One slip, one fumble, one you know missed tackle could have cost them the game. One missed tackle on AD. But I never felt like Washington had any control of that game. And that's, again, that's that feeling that I'm starting to sense that the players have. They know that they are a good team. Yeah. And they know that they can compete. And they, they the know that they're going to is, win. Is, Transitioning to winners and yes. winning mentality. You and can fake the winning mentality, but to actually go into every game as if, hey, we're going to win this one, that's that's a transition that needs to happen. That's the part that I wasn't sure of when you mm-hmm. talked about the 10 win when you asked me earlier, the 10 wins. I wasn't sure that they were going to make that transition that quickly. One of the things I, I noticed with the 49ers is – kind of the merging of the offense and the defense working together and feeding off each other, and that's what championship teams do. So the defense had that breakout game against the Browns. They forced turnovers, and then they've done that consistently since Mm -hmm. then. Well, Kyle Shanahan actually told me going into that halftime of that game, he said, they're doing a great job. We need to score Yes, yes. Right. Like, so we, we, the offense needs, okay, we got you the ball. Now you need to score. And we've seen that more since then where they're capitalizing on what that strong defense is doing. And that's what a championship team does. I think that's a lesson learned from the Steelers game when the the defense pretty much saved their butt all game. Five turnovers, short fields that they have Uh to contend with. And they continue to get stop after stop after stop. And then finally, Jimmy G was able to. That was the game going into the Browns game, right? That was was going into the bye. Coming, that was going into the bye, going into in, in, into the Browns game, and I, I thought that was a pivotal moment for them too because you don't you don't win. Most teams don't win games when they commit five turnovers. No, no. And, and backup quarterback or not, the, the NFL is a tough league to win games in, and it, to be able to do that, I thought that was huge for them. They went into the bye, and of course, we saw what they did on Monday night. And, yeah, and that was continued. that was huge for the in that game, and you look at it going back to finding different ways to win. Defensively, you have the short fields. You you hit the huddle. I've been in those huddles where you go out there and you're like, that has nothing to do with us. Our job is to keep them out of the end zone. And the defense was able to do that successfully. You touched on it. Shanahan understands that, that the offense has to get that mindset, and they've been getting better at it. The defense gives you a short field. you got to get points. Yeah. You, you, can't, you cannot waste those opportunities. You, can't, you, cannot, uh, you cannot get off the field when you get the ball in the opponent, on the opponent's 50 side. Yeah. You have to get points out of it, something. and you have at to do something with it. At the worst, at the worst, at the worst, at the worst feel like feel like you left four points on the field, but you have to get at that that three at a minimum. 
if you want to be a championship ball club. And that's what they are growing into. That's what they are morphing into. Um, you know, ugly game, whether we can add a lot of it, we can add a lot of what happened offensively on the weather um, because both sides had a hard time doing it. And going against the Niners' defense, it was going to be tough. We know it's going to be tough on Washington. But winning, winning ugly, I like it. What was the ugliest game you've ever played in? Oh, man. I, I played in I, – I, I mean, it depends on whether or not you want me to say one I won or one I lost. <laughs> and, if you wanna, and you want to talk about weather, do you mean weather or just getting my uh, butt kicked? Want winners. <laughs> Eric. Winners. Because, I mean, I, I played um, – I, you know, I played in the rain. I played in candlestick, man. So yeah. there were all sorts of days where it was just nah, miserable. Place is yeah, it was just miserable. <laughs> it was just a dump, but it was our dump, and we loved it because we knew people were gonna. People knew they were gonna get their butt kicked in. But I mean, we played in you know in the fog and the snow and the rain. I, um, I mean, not in the snow, but I mean, I played in driving snowstorms up in Kansas City and Pittsburgh and. And uh, you know, just b- bad weather all the time. But, but everybody has to play but, it. That's why yes. I don't. I don't evaluate. I, I look at who won and who lost when it comes to a, a bad Thank weather you. game. Thank you. Because everybody had to play in it, and one team figured out how to win the game. There and it's is. that simple. And Th- that's the team that has that kind of mentality that we're talking about that you need to win. Yes, you're going to find a way regardless. Yep. So the Niners win in DC. They knock off Washington. Nine to nothing on the strength of three Robbie Gold field goals. They improved to six and zero oh on the season. Some big news post game: Niners actually acquire wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders. We've been mm-hmm. talking about this for weeks now, Eric. In terms of will this team make a move? Who's it going to be? There, there were names like Jalen Ramsey brought up, Chris Harris brought up, Emmanuel Sanders was another you guy that we asked talked me about, about that earlier. In we the did, year, didn't we, you? We talked, we you talked about it earlier in the year on, on this very podcast, and so they actually do pull the plug. On the Emmanuel Sanders trade, they get Sanders and a fifth-round pick back from the Denver Broncos, and they give up just a third and a fourth. Um, I like the trade personally. I think it's an upgrade at wide receiver. Um, I think this whole argument, is he a one? Do the Niners still have a one? I don't know if this necessarily. Yeah, they have a one. His name's George Kittle. And, Thank you. And that's <laughs> you guys really are friends, how, right? How many, how many, uh, <laughs> he said. I, I tell every time he every, brings every up week, they need a said, one. I'm like, they have a one. Yeah. It's Kittle. I keep saying and that. And they have a diverse he's, backfield, too. You said, so, he, you know, he you says can this get every catches week. out of the backfield, uh, too. Well, so. you know what? I mean, great minds think alike. That's all. I mean, you know, when you know football, you know football. It's, it's that simple. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can't guard him. You know, yes. you just can't. Yeah, but, he creates mismatches all across the field. Uh, yeah. and, and, why? you know, that's who is circled by opposing defenses when they know they're playing the 49ers just like I mean not recently but maybe you circle OBJ you circle DeAndre Hopkins like you circle George Kittle yes that's yes. who you need yes. to eliminate if you're going to win the game yeah so going back and he impacts so, the game in so, so many ways yes and now bringing in Emmanuel Sanders you have you have a receiver once he once he learns the system I, I like Emmanuel yeah. Emmanuel had over. Yeah, let's say he's a one A. Yeah. So if you take George Kittle out, he can catch balls all day. Well, he's going to catch balls regardless. Yes, absolutely. You 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 can't just sit there and double him. I agree because you can put him in a slot, you can put him outside, put him in motion. 
Uh, he's a good route runner. He's played in a few different systems, which lets you know that his defensive acumen is high, that he understands what he's supposed to do when he gets on the field. He's a bad ball catcher. He played in Pittsburgh. He played in Denver. I'm not worried about him playing in the elements. There are so many, there are so many good factors. And he knows factors. the championship mentality. Yes, he yeah. was on winning teams in yes, Pittsburgh. He, he was, on, was he on the, uh, he was on the, the, the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl yes. team in 2015? Yes. I couldn't remember when he went over from the Steelers. Yeah, so, so, I mean, you look at you look at this player bringing him in. He's the type that, that helps a quarterback get better. Yeah. He he makes he makes the the receiving core Especially better. Especially a young make, quarterback. Yeah, and that's what I keep you know I keep saying Jimmy Garoppolo. I know it's year six, but he's a young quarterback under center. You're, like, you, you're laughing because you, you keep hearing the same thing. Yeah, and you no, guys really are friends. But <laughs> that's I don't. Amazing. <laughs> it's like he I'm talking to a quarterback like because, in the mirror right well, because now. he wasn't playing his first couple of years. Uh, yes, he was learning from Tom Brady. But what are your thoughts on on Jimmy Garoppolo? Because when I saw him up close. Mm-hmm. There was some there was some growth that needed to happen. Clearly, there was some questionable throws, but he's still coming back from the injury. Uh, Maybe am I stretching? That's what I said. I, I think, I, and I still believe this that that type of injury it's it's going to take a year plus for him to really get over it and really feel comfortable back there uh, under center in, in the pocket. He says if he's out there playing. He's playing. I'm saying it doesn't matter. The, Everybody gets injured. I add, but but what I also added to that is that I'm not. Well, no, I'm not going to give him. I'm not going to give him a pass because of the injury because I wouldn't give it to any other position. That's what I said. Uh, you know, I, I added it to it. I, I'm not giving anyone a pass. Once you hit the field, you're telling me you're healthy. So now I need you to do your job. Yeah. As far and as, he has. As, yes, and as far as I've seen him on the field, I've said he needs to grow. When I saw him up close and personal on the field. I was the same way. I was like, okay, well, that arm's not as strong as I thought it was. That was that was and, the same observation. I did the game yes. with Kurt Warner. So there, there and are certain we were things. discussing in the booth. Yes, similar that, things. So, so because the expectations was for him to come out and you know, okay, there's a bazooka on his right arm, and and it's it's he's throwing darts, and and, that's and not I was like, wait a minute, no, quick release when his foot works good, accurate, he's learning. What he needs to do as the quarterback, I think Kyle is learning and Jimmy is learning now as he plays what he is capable of doing, yeah. the throws he can't make, uh, the throws he can make, and what he's comfortable at um, in the pocket. And that's what I see. He's growing. And fortunately, he has some weapons. Emmanuel Sanders will be another weapon to help him. And he has a defense that's allowing him to yeah. grow. Most importantly, what I love about it, and I was I was doing some interviews this morning, I told someone that were, they were saying, well, is I know his record is really good as a starter, but is that in spite of him? And I just laughed. I said, guys. Nothing's in spite of a quarterback. I said, guys, this is the thing you got to understand. I said, you guys continuously ask me. Every time I do one of these interviews, is Jimmy real? I I, I ask you the same thing. You ask me all the time. But this is my point is that I would much rather have a quarterback that you think sucks who's 14-2 and as a starter. (laughs) Exactly. Okay? Because there are a lot of quarterbacks that that you think suck and they're 2-14. and I'm never going to say somebody sucks that's 14-2. and I'm just not. I mean, so he does enough for them to win games, not in spite of him, as you like to say. I I just asked the question. I I think there was – you can't win in the National Football League in spite of your quarterback. You'll be exposed eventually if the quarterback. Yes. I, I think is your bad. Ravens won in spite of their quarterback. I don't, th- I don't think in spite. Trent Dilfer is talking about. Yeah. Wait, wait, I don't wait. think you mean in spite. 
he wasn't a fantastic down the field quarterback. He was a game manager. He was dink and dunk. He got it done, and he had a great running back behind him, right? But I don't think it was and a great in defense. Spite and what, a great what, defense. But, but see, but, and I know where Amber is going on that one. What they did is that they didn't put what they asked him to hand the ball off to Jamal and the defense when uh, and, and let the defense. And if play. that works, when, yes, when, it worked uh, all the way to well, the Super you Bowl. You have to remember that's what Tom Brady started off doing. That's what Russell he Wilson. He didn't win those first Super Bowls. That's what, yes, that's what Russell it was Wilson. Ty and Willie and Thank you. Ron, all that, them. That defense, that, uh, Richard Seymour and all those Bruce guys. Key. It that, was that's, all them. That, that's, that's what you had starting off. The same with um, Russell Wilson. I was calling games for Great. the Niners. They, wouldn't, yeah. they didn't want Russell to remotely think about throwing the ball. It was give it to beast mode. Give it mm-hmm. to beast mode. Every now and then we'll let you throw a slant. It, they weren't trying to let him throw the ball 40 times. So that's okay because you allow the quarterbacks to grow. And the most important thing is that once you get that mindset of winning, Garoppolo won in high school. He won in college. He, he's accustomed to winning. You get quarterbacks like Jay Cutler who didn't win, and, and they've, they've grown accustomed to playing and playing hard, but the losing becomes a part of you. I don't think it, I don't think it eats at you. I don't, I don't think you can pull the people around you. That's the thing. Not that you don't care, but you can't rally the people and pull the people around you if, you have got, if you've grown accustomed to that losing. And I think having a winner, 14-2 and two as a winner, yeah, he, he, he's a, he expects to win, and the people around him expect him to be able to win. So they do their part. Here's an observation about all three of those offenses you just mentioned. Uh, Tom Brady early on. Uh, Russell Wilson mm-hmm. early on, and now Jimmy Garoppolo, they all use fullbacks. Yeah. How does that help a quarterback? How does that help a young quarterback? Because it's not common anymore. It was back when Tom was doing it. Uh, defensive matchups. Uh, b- because when you have that fullback on the field, you're going to keep that third linebacker on the field. So now once you get, that line, once you get the fullback, based on, um, based on that, the athletic ability of that fullback, you can get matchups. You can get favorable matchups for your quarterback. So now, when you spread guys back, so like you said, we talk about that all the time. When you spread him out. You can still use him like a receiver, mm-hmm. but you may have you now. You can get a running back on one of those linebackers where you know now these guys are all receivers to where you have. So so now you're in position to outrun a guy. Uh-huh. You, you you can put a better athlete on it based on what that fullback is capable of doing the same the same thing you saw at the tight end position as these guys started to become more and more like basketball players you get this bigger guy on a safety yeah now they've gotten That's so fast you know yeah. like you see Kittle and, and you see um uh, why can I think of his name in Kansas City uh Kelsey Kelsey, Kelsey Travis you know you see Kelsey and you know it started all the way back with Gates and and, and there's Gonzalez. some linebackers that can't cover yeah. that I mean yeah, exactly because, because, because it's either size or speed so mm-hmm. that's what happens it 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 cleans up the reads for quarterbacks mm-hmm. um you know in the passing it's just an observation so when you mentioned yeah. those three I was like there are not many yeah. offenses left that still do that and the 49ers still do it yeah. I know I know use check is hurt yeah. right now base defense because they're going to stay in base defenses and you can't it's it's hard to get as elaborate in your coverage with the base defense. So that so it helps out a quarterback. See, Eric Davis breaking it down. Yeah. ED. Always. That's what you get here on the Believe in 49ers podcast. Week in and week out, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. Amber Theo Harris joining us as well on this episode. Uh, so going back to uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Mm-hmm. Um, you talked about how he will help this young wide receiver core. Who do you think benefits from him the most? 
in as the receiver as in the receiving court well, well, in that wide receiver. You role. mean learning, or as far as him drawing? I I think I don't know if he'll draw double teams I, a lot, but well, both actually. Yeah. I, I I think on the field, but then also from from just being around a pro, being around a Super Bowl champ like that. That's the same thing I always say about Sherman. Just all the guys in general. There, there's not a specific guy. The guys who are going to learn the most from it are the guys that are open to understanding that he's not here to take their reps, that he's here to help the team. Because that's a, that's a part of it that young guys have to get. Uh, because him coming in means someone sitting down. And you have to get beyond that and start trying to learn from this player. Like, what, what has made him successful? And watch how he practices. Watch how he prepares. Watch how he plays. And all of the guys can learn from him. You can learn. You can learn from pros. You can learn from guys that have done it. But you have to get. You got to get out of your own fields, okay? Because <laughs> that's that's what a lot of guys do, it's and hard they to do. And, and they don't understand that. It's like you just all you can do is go about your business and play. It's like when Prime came to us. When we were sitting there, they make the trade. We're in the season. We we knew we had a good team, and we knew what we were about anyway. Prime came in. We knew he was going to play. There's no reason to freak out. They're going to do what they do upstairs. So all you can do is, is go out and play and, and, and learn some things from this guy on how he's been successful when he, when he came in. I mean, as he's That's hard lead. to do when you're 25 years old. You're speaking from a very mature standpoint. I was 25. And when you he had came. that, you fully yes. had that attitude. Yes. Well, then had, you're a better person than it me. Had, but it had nothing to do with me. See, I, but, and that's what I'm saying. It, it had nothing to do with me. But part of that is because I came into an organization where that was established. And that's a part of the Niners establishing um, perennial winning. Mm-hmm. Is because I came in where, where the vets knew that it was their job to teach the young guy how to take his job. And that's what I think Emmanuel Sanders is, is why all these guys can learn from him. It's the same way I always talk about Sherman. Sherman is not worried about a guy taking his reps. He's more concerned about getting the best out of his teammates. I love Sherman. Yes, you can't. I love he's Sherman. He's a pro. He's, he's, he's a, a pro. pro. He's a pro. But it's just pro. like how intelligent he is yes. is impressive. There's not many football players that are as intelligent stop it. as he is. I'm not, I'm trying, stop it. Stop I'm not it. trying to put down stop football players. Stop calling these guys dumb jocks. I'm not just calling them it. that. I've covered many intelligent football players, but his, I don't know what his IQ is, but I would estimate it's, it's close, pretty high. It's close to mine. <laughs> it's close. It's close. Sherman, I've had this discussion. It's close, but I mean, you know, yeah, I love my dude. That's my guy. I love him. I love him. I love him. <laughs> but yeah, you, I agree. He he's just an intelligent, not football player. He's an intelligent human being. Yeah, his emotional yes. intelligence, I think, is extremely so high he, too, he which it, makes him a great leader. Which is absolutely, and that's a major part of it. So um, I know we've gone full circle, but back to Emmanuel. Yes, I, I think that the, the room can learn. I want all the good players on my team. You, I want pros on my team. I want guys that are willing to go out and work and get better, and these young players can learn from them if they choose to do so. Because no one can think for, for you. No one can make you work hard. Those are the two things that a coach, a teammate, no one can and do for you in the NFL. That's, that's how far you push yourself is your choice. How much you choose to learn is your choice. So hopefully they take it in. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the learning curve. I mean, I, I, how quickly can a guy get adjusted? I think that that's the big point. Um, Muhammad Sanu was another guy that 
that was maybe linked to the 49ers, he would have been able to step in today. Yeah. 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 First. Yeah. Immediately. He knows the system. You <laughs> now know, the Patriots get him. Oof. And the Patriots get him. It's oh, God help us all. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I Who think can knock off the Patriots? The like, 49ers are built to beat the Patriots. Okay. But the way you can anybody in the AFC? Can the Ravens? Because we both like the Ravens. And I was just thinking to myself, your 49ers and my Ravens, we might have a rematch of 2012 Super Bowl, right? It uh-huh. could happen. I but they don't turn the lights off this time. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the reason the Ravens won. Come or you on. don't call timeout. No, you don't call timeout. Everybody had to deal with the lights off. Uh, you know, or you know, or if Jim Harbaugh didn't call timeout on that third down, he had the perfect play call. He, Still better. He would have scored. Years, I'm not bitter. Nine, I'm not, seven years. I'm not, I am. I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter. I'm. I'm, I'm and Ray Lewis rides <laughs> off in the sunset. I'm, man, I'm, it was man. beautiful for Charm City. Uh, you know what? Nine, <laughs> I, I don't even want to talk about okay, that. Okay, but my, my original question is. Do you, I, I like the four, I do like the 49ers. I like the Green oh. Bay Packers in the NFC. I think uh, – well, I like Aaron Rodgers in the, the NFC. Let's this just is, put it that way. I, I, the, the team that's going He's to – playing like a crazy To beat person. the Patriots, you have to be – and it's a solid football club. Yeah, They should be – on all the power rankings, they're number one, and they should be. I mean, because mm-hmm. – no one has you know, even come, clo- come like, close. I can't understand why the Niners aren't number two, but everyone should – they should be number one. But the Patriots, to beat them, teams that have beaten them when it matters are teams that can beat up the quarterback, teams that can rush with the front four. Yeah. And you have to be able to make Brady uncomfortable. You have to have his feet moving. You have to have him seeing ghosts. But that's what we said going into the Super Bowl. We were like, okay, so the Rams have – last Super Bowl, mm-hmm. the Rams have exactly what it takes to, to beat – Tom Brady. They have Aaron Donald and Dominican Suda, those big boys in the middle mm-hmm. that are going to pressure him. Well, they didn't, they didn't hold up on the back end. And, I know. That, and, that's what you, and that's what you have to do. See, everyone always talks about football. Your guy Marcus Peters? Well, everyone, but, but, but they <laughs> didn't. to leave? But they, but no, but they. No, was a key back? No, okay. But they didn't he hold played. up. He played? But, yeah, they, but I'm saying, but remember I'm, I'm not happened. saying they didn't have players. They didn't hold up in that game. Yeah. At the end of the day, if you, a team is going to go as far as the secondary takes it. Yeah, I'll, because, I'll go the other way on that. I'm, I'm gonna tell you why. Because what happens when you start hitting? You can hit the, you can run the ball, you can stop the run. Everyone's like, stop the run. Doesn't matter you how much up. you pressure the quarterback if the back end doesn't hold it up. Now, I mean, the, it's our our old friend Warren Sapp said, the front and the back end work together. If you cannot get the ball out of the air, you are going to lose because it's the quickest way to score. It's the this, quickest. This is me standing up because this this is this is 41. <laughs> This is 41 right here. I should I do the movie. I, 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 go the, I, I go the other way on that. I don't know that it was necessarily the defense. The defense gave up 13 points. Like, you're, you're the greatest show on, on surf. You got to be able to score more points than that. Oh, oh no, no. I, well, I, yeah. I agree. You're talking about, uh, I'm talking the about Rams. the Super Bowl. Well, Ram, yeah. Rams Patriots Super Bowl last yeah. season. Like, I, I, don't, I don't put anything on the defense there. Well, I, 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 I put it all on Wonder Boy and that offense. Um, well, I'm, I'm putting it all on them, too. Uh, with with you, but I'm just saying they scored three points. I, I'm, I'm, I, well, I know they. How Bella, many Super Bowls you win they did? They hurt me but I'm, like but, I'm, but I'm talking about how. If I'm on that defense, I'm tearing the whole locker room up after that game. Oh no, like, I'm mad. I'm mad as well. I'm, I'm mad as well. But but I but you still. I'm, I'm still gonna. I'm still gonna say that you have to be able. And, and they did it. So, so was, you gave a chance, but you've got to be able to get the ball Patriots were 
if not number one, top three defense. They people slept on them last yeah, year. Yeah, their defense was they good. They were they were very highly ranked. They were very good defense, but nobody talks about them because of because Tom of Brady. Brady and the offense. Well, I lived that with the 49ers. Um, everything was always about the about the offense because yeah. you know the the Hall of Fame quarterbacks and the receivers and everything else. So they always talked about the offense. I think but, it works. I, it works to that year. type of team's advantage. Yes, because people underestimate they, the defense. Absolutely, they sneak absolutely. In. So the Niners improved to 6-0. and They go out to rainy Washington, knock off uh, Washington 9 nothing on the strength of, of Robbie Gold's three field goals. I, I am going to give a shout-out right now, and I, and I know you're not going to be happy with this, E.D. What do you mean? But Why would I, I not be happy? Because you, you don't like when I talk about these guys. Uh, Garrison Sanborn, Mitch Wisnowski, and, uh, and Robbie Gold. That, that's, the, that's the unit there, long snapper holder Special and teams. kicker. They, they, they were able to get it done there. and um, they, they should. They, I was – <laughs> we are like we were separated at birth. I almost just looked. You know they dude, should. Did you did you see some of those kicks out there on uh, Sunday? Dude, I'll, that's all you do. It's kick the ball, make it. That's all you do. There I you don't go. care. You're never going to change my mind on that. You, Everyone's like, oh, it's so difficult. I'm not saying it's easy. Guess what else is difficult? Playing quarterback, playing corner, playing tackle. And you play it a lot more well, they, often. They accumulated for all the points. Okay, so good. I'm, I'm and they should. Them, I'm gonna give them a huge shout out there. They, they even should. Even though you're 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 somewhat against that. I, I mean, I'm talking. It, it ain't for those guys. Niners if, aren't six and zero right now. If you're kicking, well, well, no, actually, if it's okay, if it's not for those guys, they're not six and zero. So the defense they scored all the points. So hold on, hold on. So the defense shutting out the other team had nothing to do with it. It had a whole lot to do with. It, but okay, I'm saying they scored. They scored it. the points. <laughs> stop it. They scored the points. Listen to what you just said. The defense didn't score any points. Okay, but the defense. Defense prevented the other team from scoring absolutely. points that, to they make those relevant. Did. So don't you ever say, "Well, these kick these guys kicking the ball those three times is the only reason they won." Uh, I love the, it. The other seventy plays that the guys played had nothing to do with it. Stop nope. it! Come on, man. Hey, Robbie Gold had to split those uprights, man. Yes, we, and he we, should. We saw some ugly, Amber, some ugly kicks. I'm with you on that. Thank I, you. I, I, there's I, some games where your special teams are going to win the game. There's some games and that where was your one of those games. is going to win the yes. game. That's why you have three different units. Like, you have three different phases everyone is, of the game. Everyone is expected to do their part, just like you just said in the Super Bowl. You're like, the Rams, I'm going in there slapping the offense because they didn't do it. Because why? They didn't do their job. The defense did theirs. Yeah. You need to expect, everyone has to do their job. Yeah. And when your job is to snap the ball, hold the ball, and kick the ball, you damn well better do your job. <laughs> Easier said than done. Niners already on their third snapper this season. I didn't say it was easy. I just said do your job. And guess what? If you're not doing your job, I got to find somebody better well, than that's you. That's why they're on their third guy. I'm not and, mad. And that's why I made it a point to shout those guys out because they finally got it together. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. If you can, And you know what? And if this guy can't snap the ball, get him out. If I couldn't cover, they would have gotten me out. Yeah. They told me so. <laughs> they let you know. Niners improved to six and zero. They'll have the Panthers yes. coming up uh, this week in the Ed Bowl. We'll talk more about that later in the week. Uh, he is Super Bowl the champion Bowl. Eric Davis. I am Rashawn Haylock. She is the very talented Amber Thiel here. Amber, thank you so much. Oh, it was so much fun. Good to catch up with today. you guys. Talking a little ball, a little old school. It was great just watching you guys. Great minds. Uh, Similar minds think alike. We've done about was, 10 million shows together, uh -huh. so when you do that, you know, you're yeah. in sync. There it is. It's, it's all up yeah. here, you know. We just look at each other. We know what's going on. That's it. <laughs> well, I'm, lear I'm learning the Ericisms, and, 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 and I, as far as the rest, I got I a, little, a, little, a, little bit, a little bit to go. <laughs> let him go. He's on a roll. The Germans bomb Pearl Harbor. I'm like, just let him go. Let him go. <laughs> this is the Believe in 49ers <laughs> podcast. We'll see you all later this week. All right, peace. Get about my shit. Get about my shit.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.